Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in! Wednesday, May 27th. Winning Cures Everything. This is Gary. And I'm Chris. And uh, and we are going to talk about some stuff that ain't sports related. But we've also got sports stuff to discuss as well. College football, uh, maybe a little NFL type of stuff. And then we'll talk about the NBA to close this thing out. Um, first things first, as you all know, head over to the website. WinningCuresEverything.com is the place to be. Uh, you can go check out all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. Do yourself a favor. Anywhere that you want to subscribe is over there, including this live feed here, which is where all of our stuff is, right? Uh, Michael That's jumps right. in, said, what's up, fellas? Happy Hump Day. And McKinnon as well. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, or Twitch for the live video show. Uh, the podcast is on whatever your favorite podcast app is. Apple, Spotify, Google, Overcast, etc., whatever it is. Uh, sent this over to Chris this morning. Have not been paying attention to this whatsoever, but we have been charting on Apple Podcasts for the entire month of May. Kind of surprising. Because we have so many people come in on the video feed, I just didn't think that the podcast was, you know, I mean, obviously it's there every day. But, uh, but yeah, we've been trending. We're, we're top 200 every single day. Uh, in the in the sports category, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy about that. We appreciate everybody that's downloading and listening and enjoying the uh, the content. Keep sharing it out. Keep telling your buddies about it. Leave reviews and uh, make sure you subscribe and then hit unsubscribe and then resubscribe again. <laughs> you know how this thing works. Um, so as we've talked about podcast, da 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 da. Next thing, Tunica, Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They are open. They are rocking and rolling. All six sports books are ready to go. Head on down there. They've got different uh, poker tables over. They got slots. They got, I mean, everything else. Everything else is rocking and rolling. So make sure you go check out more information about it at tunicatravel.com. Disney World and Vegas are opening. Yes, sir. There's a little bit of normalcy coming back into life. Now, it's not that I'm making a trip to either one of those places anytime soon, necessarily. But if I wanted to, then I can. Like that's I, I think it's the a, a massive deal across this country when Disney World and Vegas are shut down. Like Vegas is adult Disney World, right? Yes. When those two are shut down, it means there is something really, really, really wrong. But when they're back open, like at the the dates right now, uh, Disney July eleventh for the Magic Kingdom and the Animal Kingdom. And then July 15th is Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Vegas is June 4th for MGM Properties. Basically, the whole city is reopening June 4th. Uh, Michael said having the options to go makes a huge difference. Yeah, it's just a mental thing. It's a mindset of 
hey, okay, everything's kind of getting back to normal. I think we're going to be fine. Because when everybody's panicking, you know, it's it's because you can't go and do any of these things. You're kind of freaking out because you don't know when they're coming back. Now, even though it's going to be July for Disney World, and it's another week or so for Vegas, like, I I felt a lot better about the state of things today once I saw these. Tell me, tell me what you felt. Yeah, man. No, I mean, I, I, I've been waiting to see when Disney was going to open up. We heard Universal was opening up uh, last week, and uh, they have their plans starting the very first of June. And um, I figured, man, once Universal does it, Disney cannot sit by too long because their property is easily three times the size of Universal. Oh, Maybe bigger than that. Uh, Michael, it might it might be bigger than that. Michael said, "Winning cures everything." Vegas trip. And we we were kind of planning you, on it for you, the NFL draft. But I, I was really really planning on it and considering it for the NFL draft. Yep. And so, no, but if, yes, eventually, yes, we're gonna make our way out to Vegas again. I'll tell you this: the draft will be there. the draft being Cleveland next year. I'm going to that. I will be in Cleveland. I don't know if I'll be just standing in the street watching the draft, but I'll at least be in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, the year after that, they're going. To Vegas to to get yep. Vegas is in. Uh, wouldn't hate doing that again. Yeah, I can believe it. I can believe it. I would. You know what? I'm good with going to Vegas. Basically, any football weekend, uh, any yep. basketball weekend. Whatever. Look, the I, only time I don't I don't go to Vegas. I have a moratorium on Vegas in the summertime. Yeah, I'm it's fat uh, and it's hot. I don't do 125 shit. degrees outside. Like no, I'll, I'll no, pass you on that. cook shit at that that temperature. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm out. That's, hey, I, I went in September a few years ago, and I mean it was. Mm. It was September, almost September. The very end of September, you could get me first last weekend of September, first weekend of October. I could I could have my arm twisted. That is that is the line of demarcation. Yeah, Matt jumps in on Facebook. He said the YouTube comments are not working. Uh, yeah, we we got a no. Michael, that's a, that's a YouTube issue, not not a us issue. Yeah. Um, Michael said Gary probably blocked him. <laughs> Just ridiculous. I swear. Huey said nothing like going to Disney to pay $8 for a bottle of water, standing in line for two hours for a 90-second ride. Hey, it's the American dream, Huey. If that's not it your is. thing, then don't do it. Yeah. All right, cheapo? That's okay. a, go, go to Vegas. Go to Vegas and spend $10 on a bottle of water at a stadium where a not-good football team plays. I'm just throwing it out there. So, you know, at Vegas is fine. Disney World is fine. I like going to both of them. And yeah, they're reopening. both reopening, and that's good. Thank God. Cheers to that. So the YouTube thing, uh, there's a YouTube API problem with uh, the service that connects us live everywhere. Uh, I think that it should at least be showing the show. But if it's I got, not, I got no, I, I got no idea what what any of that means that you just said. Yeah, YouTube well, ain't working. Here's that's, the deal: YouTube ain't working, and that's, that's Mississippi for you. Yep, but I will have it posted to YouTube later if it is not going through the live feed. So we'll we'll get that's it out there one way or another. No worries. So. And anybody that's joining on Facebook, et cetera, if you just want to go download the podcast, help them Apple numbers, just saying. Just saying. Uh, Michael said it is showing on YouTube. Okay, so it's at least showing, but the comments aren't working. That's fine. Everybody jump over to Twitch or Facebook or Periscope or whatever and jump in there. So let's dive into the next thing. And I was really excited about this today. And I don't know why. Like, I had been hearing about it, and it didn't really, you know, but, but then you turn it on at 1 o'clock. And the SpaceX shuttle launch is going on. And I'm like, man, I hadn't watched a shuttle launch since I was a, a kid, I bet. So this, this could be fun. And they keep talking, and they're bringing on Katy Perry, and they're bringing on 
uh, all these different celebrities and whatnot. They bring in one of the dudes from NSYNC, and they bring in, uh, what's the American Idol chick that uh, that you and I both thought was, uh, what's her name? Kelly Clarkson. They bring her in for a minute, and they do all this kind of stuff, right? So um, they've got all this stuff going, and they're talking about all the stuff that went into like the preparation, and it's the first time in nine years that the United States has has launched a rocket into space. And then they have to cancel the damn thing like 17 minutes before it's scheduled to launch. Uh, because they, I mean, they were having, uh, what, a tornado warning? And they had like all these different things, all because of Tropical Storm Bertha, which actually made landfall today in South Carolina. Uh, you and I have talked about this before. We, we talked about UFOs and aliens and all that kind of mess on here uh, last month. Uh we're we're kind of interested in this. It's not like we're going to deep yeah. dive into it and figure out exactly how space works and whatever. But we are at no, least no. But I like space. Yeah, I, I like just it. I I I like it. I I it's something that you know I don't I don't know enough about to talk intelligently at all. But if somebody who does know anything about it, I'll sit and listen all day long. Oh yeah, all day long. Planetariums are my favorite museum type thing to go to visit, to watch, to listen, to lead, read, learn as much as I can. It's just something that I'm interested in. I, I think it's neat. I think it's different. Uh, I, I have no idea what it leads to or where it goes, but I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm in. Yeah, the same here. So, so they had to cancel today, which could you imagine being in that situation where you're an astronaut and you've been picked to go, and there's only two guys that are going on this mission. And you have been prepping for years, and you're finally you're in your suit. You are in the the ship. You are getting ready to roll, and they're like, mm, "Nope, never mind. Not today. Can't do it today. Like we're gonna push it back." So they're gonna try. I don't, again I don't know Saturday. what those nerves are like. I do think uh, both of these individuals have been to space before, so it's not. I, I, no, like I said, that that was a long time ago, obviously. And it's not something you do all the time. So anytime you do, it's amazing. But I think both of these people have been to space. Well, let's let's try well, and compare the first two. time to go up. And if it was your very first, and that got canceled, and then two oh, three days rough. later, I don't I don't know that I shit for three days. Like I just you know you just all tight and just like <laughs> all right, this isn't loosening up until I'm gone. Yeah. Well, it, all right. So so which one is worse? Having a, a space shuttle trip, even if you've been before. Mm-hmm. Having a space shuttle trip canceled, you know, going to space canceled like thirty minutes beforehand, or say you're a parent that has a, we'll just toss it out there, a seven year old and a nine year old, and you're supposed to go to Disney World, and the coronavirus pandemic hits, and oh, then you no, can't go. Which parent, one's worse? The parent kid thing is the worst because kids just don't understand it. Yeah. I, I, we told our kids yesterday about our our trip to Myr- Myrtle Beach. We've got planned. And it's been relentless, just a million questions like we're going tomorrow. And I'm just thinking, you know what? I'm about to stop telling you people stuff at all. I'm just going to just wake up one day at 6 in the, in the morning and get your ass in the car. I, I packed all your stuff last <laughs> night. Get in the car. We're going. There you go. Yeah. I, I, I'm no, the, the, the telling kids about trips and then if they get backed out on. I, and listen, I, I've been through that. My my entire life before my dad was completely disappeared out of our life was every summer, oh, I'm going to come get you and we're going to do X, Y, or Z. And just ghost. 
just in the wind. Yep. Just never, never heard from. Just it's, silence. It's better to not know about it. Day yeah, to nine plan months and then, later, and you're talking twelve years old, ten years old. Just get your hopes up. A that's just gonna see your dad, and then you know, yeah. nothing happens. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. It's tough, but being that parent now, no, there's no way. There's no way if we had our Disney trip planned and it got canceled, I, I don't know how. And then not only did it get canceled, but now you're locked in the house with these bastards for three months. Oh, uh-uh. my God. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, forget that. Um, no. All right, Huey jumped in on uh, Facebook. He said, I had a doctor tell me Mercury was uh, was in Uranus. I told him I was not into astrology. <laughs> he said, no, my thermometer broke in your rear. <laughs> I swear to God. Michael said it's pretty cool. I was really ready to show my five year old. Yeah, one hundred percent. Kids, kids are all over this. Um, Huey said I think the Simpsons had an episode about Homer going to space. Yeah, I, I believe I remember that. Um, and then Michael said the parent thing is much worse. Kids don't understand. They have zero patience. Yes, one hundred percent. Elon Musk has got to be pretty irritated by this. I would imagine he doesn't seem like a patient individual. Um, so I actually wondered because the skeptic is always in me. They knew this weather was coming. Do you plan it for a time where you think it might get canceled? Because I, liking this kind of stuff, this was on my calendar of things to do today. Get home by 3 o'clock so you don't miss this. Yep. Um, and, uh, and and so I was planning it, preparing it. But I don't know a lot of other people that were looking forward to it other than as soon as word got out today it's happening, it kind of picked up steam. Now we're going to spend the next three, four days of talking about it, build up, build up, build up, and then you're going to get it Saturday or Sunday. I I think if you're Elon, these people are talking about you. These people are talking about what you're trying to accomplish. They're going to try to fill the airways with information. And at some point in time, the information of getting the, the rocket up and back is not going to be enough and they're going to want to dig deeper and deeper gets into Elon and his vision and SpaceX overall. Yes. And so I I think there is a marketing situation here where, yeah, he wanted to see this thing happen. I think they're going to milk the hell out. And I would too, by the way. And that was my thought was, is how many of these people were like, pull the plug. As soon as we thought it was iffy, pull the plug. We'll, we'll get it as close to possible, and then we're going to pull the curtain out from under them because we we want to milk this thing, and we want to try to, to get as much information out there into the ethos as we can. I will say this. like I, I turned it on at, at 1 o'clock, you know, Central God's time. Um, it was it was really entertaining. Like Obviously, some of it's kind of cheesy, and some of it's So I know, missed whatever. all the crap you talked about. By the time I got home at 3 o'clock, it, it, all of the the bullshit was done, and they were just talking about the mission, people uh, uh, going the on majority, the mission, people. Yeah, the all the celebrities of, were out of there, and I'm good. I don't need Katy Perry to talk about it. She's the last person that I would like to hear talk about something. That Olivia I'm Munn was talking about it. Yeah, don't, uh, don't care. Yeah, I, don't don't care, don't care about that. These people are beautiful. They are talented. That they they sing songs and they act and they they do amazing things elsewhere. And they know nothing. You don't know anything about, I know more about this shit than you do. I don't need you talking to me about it. (laughs) Pretty much. But I will say this, outside of the the celebrities, um, because I don't care one iota about Matt Hughes said she bring those sharks. Nah, left shark was not there. Not there. Um, But she was wearing like some weird space outfit. It was just Of course she was. It's just ridiculous. 
ridiculous. Of course whatever. whatever. She's go back to American Idol girl. It's all good. Um, yeah, the just all of the information where they were talking about how SpaceX was built and you know what Elon did when he like when he initially went to NASA with this idea and et cetera. Et cetera. I mean, the whole thing was pretty riveting, and I'm kind of happy about the fact that we're going to get this for another three or four days leading up to Saturday. I I thought it was incredibly interesting and and pretty entertaining. So yeah, now I'm we got to learn more about it. We got to learn. Uh, we got to learn more about what the weather's going to be like on Saturday. It looks like the weather's going to be kind of eh. Saturday, Sunday is supposed to be completely clear. Um, so you know, your first chance will be Saturday. If that doesn't fly, then uh, then you're going to go back in and try it again on Sunday. Um, if I were them, I mean, I can't imagine what the nerves are like to get ready for something like that. So it's like it, I would probably just push to Sunday. Yeah, if you know like, the weather's still bad Saturday, I wonder. Because at some point in time, they got to stop burning off fuel just to burn off yes. fuel. Yes, 100%. 100%. I mean, I get that the fuel is a drop in the bucket compared to everything they have spent, but it is still a massive resource that you just don't go to the Shell station and buy. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, All right, let's jump off of that. Let's get back into sports here. Um, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Now, obviously, the Egg Bowl... Big, big rivalry, especially down here. You and I both live in the state of Mississippi. Uh, it is about as hate-filled right now as it could possibly get. I think that the the most hatred and the most venom was the last year that Dan Mullen was there two years ago. Yep. Right Right that, after the NCAA. It has, it has dissipated a little. I do believe the hiring of the two new coaches that we have in, in Leach and Kiffin is going to, over time, ease this thing down. But right now, it is still just full of piss and vinegar. A hundred percent. And now, we've got something that, that you don't really see an awful lot. Now, every now and then, you will see coaches that leave you know one school and go to a rival. Uh, the biggest one back in the 90s was Bill Oliver, defensive coordinator for uh, Gene Stallings, left and went to Auburn. And... That was a, a massive deal because Brother Oliver obviously built up that Alabama defense and you know, turned it into what it was and you know won a national championship, blah, 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 blah. Um, but he thought that he was going to be able to get the head coaching job at Auburn. And he knew, like they, he'd been told, he would never get it at, uh, at Alabama. But blah, 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 blah. Um, in this situation, obviously Mike Leach had the, uh, the unfortunate tweet earlier, and you knew that I, that was going to lead to some transfers, right? So we, we've already had one, and defensive back Jerry and Jones announced on Friday that he was going to Ole Miss. Now, you don't typically see guys leave one rival school and go play for the other rival, right? Like that's just Both kinda, players of transfer have been DBs, right? Uh, n- well, only I believe there's only one transfer right now, right? Okay, I thought you. I thought you told me there was two. I, yes, well, that's, I know that's what I was. I know for a fact there's one transfer. Yes, I it, thought that happened a week ago. Well, it, it happened last Friday. Jerry and Jones. That's that's okay. the DB, the defensive lineman Fabian Lovett, who we talked about before. That's um, who. I, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it, it there was a there was an article that came out today, and then I wrote it down. And as I was getting ready to start the show, I went to find the article so I could pull it up, and it was gone. So. 
Somebody either got some information. So now all I'm seeing is articles that he's he's trending to Ole Miss. Now he announced back on April 13th that he was transferring to Florida State, and everybody wrote all these articles about it and blah blah blah. And then he didn't transfer to Florida, so he's still open and and whatnot. And it looks like he's going to go to Ole Miss. So we'll we'll just assume for now that Fabian Lovett is is going to Ole Miss. That's two guys. Now, I, the Lovett thing, you can kind of understand it a little bit. Uh, Michael said, I really need to get down south and watch more SEC football. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> ben jumped uh, to Twitch. He said, YouTube is broken. Uh, already sounds dirty. I can't wait until five years some Leo Lewis stuff gets uncovered. Yeah, something's a little crazy with this because players don't go play for the rival. They just don't. Fabian Lovett is a defensive lineman. Uh, Lane Kiffin, when he got hired at Ole Miss... He hired uh, Deke Adams, who is the defensive line coach at Mississippi State. Now, that kind of stuff happens. Yep. Players going to the rival school doesn't happen. This yeah, but is we weird. don't have just players transferring. We don't have a history of players transferring at the rate that they've been transferring the last three years, even. True. Like, before the last three years, I bet less than 20 kids have transferred that anybody knows anything about. That didn't go down or have a like down a division or a massive grade or or whatever. It just didn't happen. In the last three years, it has become super normal. Yeah. So it's really hard to say this doesn't usually happen. If position coaches begin to leave for rival schools, I can assure you position players will follow as transferring becomes normal. Because yeah. those are the people that, A, recruited them to begin with, and, B, they are the closest to on the team. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing here is that Lovett had a really good relationship with him. And, you know, that kind of makes sense. Now, the, the Jerry and Jones thing, you know, like, I can – all right, Flet, uh, Fletchie jumped in. He said, if we're dumb enough to tamper with state players, I'm officially handing in my Ole Miss fan card. <laughs> so, I, I'll tell you this. I, as a Mississippi State person – I would not be upset about about uh, Jones leaving, okay? Yeah. I would not be upset about losing the DB to my rival because let me tell you why. I know Mike Leach. I know my coach. When they play, I don't know what that score is going to look like. I don't know what that team's going to be. I know this. That kid's going to have game film that he will have to burn. <laughs> you were probably right if about Every that. time he is on the field, I assure you the ball is going his way. Leach will tell people the ball is going his way, and he will draw up plays to confuse everyone just to make that kid embarrassed because Leach is one th- – he's, he's a couple of things. He's, one, a genius, an absolute bona fide genius, offensive genius. Two, he is petty as hell. Oh, 100%. Like, he is – he's definitely that. Uh, Huey said, new coach, new philosophy – you're going to get some guys that leave. He has to bring his own guys after Moorhead. Yes, 100%. I'm with you. But you you haven't seen, and I understand that the times are changing. You're seeing more transfers and whatnot. But, and, and we've seen position coaches leave and go to rivals regularly. It happens. Whoever's going to pay you, that's where you got to go. That's right. But with kids, you don't see guys leave Ohio State to go to Michigan. You don't see Auburn players leave to go to Alabama. You don't see South Carolina players leave to go to Clemson. Like, that kind of thing doesn't happen. In the state of Mississippi, now, obviously, these are both, like, in-state kids and, and all that, so you're you're likely to see it because they're probably pretty tight with both coaching staffs, even if it, they're both brand new. Like, it, 
everybody knows everybody. You got friends on on both sides. But well, the other the other argument that you've got, Gary, is you just compared a school here and in Alabama and Auburn. There's a there's a big separation between Alabama and Auburn. There's a big separation between Ohio State and Michigan. There's an entire planet between South Carolina and Clemson. Agreed. Yes, nobody is going from South Carolina to Clemson because they can't. Kids aren't going from Auburn to Alabama because they can't. There's nowhere to start for them. Well, but okay, so so maybe I should have worded it separately. You're not going to see kids going from Alabama to Auburn. Like, yeah, you would if they it, you absolutely would if they thought they could go there and start and they weren't starting at Alabama. Right, but you we, absolutely would. But Problem we is, if you're not it. going to play at Alabama, you probably can't play at Auburn either because there's not too big there. I bet you would see more kids from Clemson to South Carolina if you thought you couldn't make it. The problem is, is they don't let those kids go. They keep them there. Yeah. Uh, they don't you, transfer out at all. Nobody's why because you got a chance to get a ring. Even if you're sitting on the pine, you still get a ring. Yeah. And and that matters to a lot of people. A lot of people. Uh Huey said the boosters at Ole Miss up their payments to the players. I swear. So I know we got Fletch in here with his Ole Miss uh, fan card and whatnot. Huey's got his state card showing. I understand how this goes, but it was a very interesting topic to me. Uh if yep. for no other reason then we don't typically see this. Like it, yeah. this is uncharted I, the, territory, really. Whenever a position, I, we're going to start. Whenever a position coach starts to leave because transferring is, but we don't, we don't have a lot. I would venture to say in the last three years since transferring has become really a big thing, not a lot of position coaches have left their, you know, their regular job for a rival. Well, and, and Adams, Adams was unemployed because more. But you look back fired. ten years and get that you don't look back three transferring change you're going to start seeing that you're just going to yeah. it's going to happen you may be right you may be right this is uh strange times strange times my friend uh let's go on and move into some nfl talk which isn't actually about the league itself or the players or whatever but you know it's uh it's interesting nonetheless peyton manning was on with rich eisen today and he is uh the the white whale, right? Like he he is who every broadcast network wants to come in to work NFL games. I don't necessarily know that he's going to be great at it. I would assume he is. Um you know, and and if you watch the match over the weekend which according to the numbers which are astronomical, it looks like everybody did. Uh you would have to assume he's going to be really good at keeping no, an audience him, engaged. Put right? him in front of a camera and he's he's gold. Put a mic in his face. And he is just television gold. A hundred percent. Like there were some that are surprising, like Tony Romo. I don't think any of us. Yeah, no, I never I never foresaw that at all. No. Never, never thought Romo would be anywhere as good as he is. So he's so Manning has been courted by major networks for brought and, and ESPN is the one that, you know, we'll give you fifteen million. We'll give you twenty yeah. million a year. Like, they were throwing please. out big, big numbers for somebody who's never done it before. Right. But he has not ended up in the booth. However, per this report. That doesn't mean that we're never going to hear his voice calling NFL games. Uh, he was on Rich Eisen today. This is what he told him. He said, I haven't said no forever. I've said no to this year. This just doesn't feel like the right time. He said, uh, I hate sort of having this sort of check with me next year type deal, but that's really how I've approached this chapter of my life. I believe in taking it a year at a time. Kind of kind of your thing, right? So you yeah. don't know if you're going to make it the next 100 days or not. <laughs> that's right. Uh, he, said, uh, he said, that's kind of what Eli's doing. I don't really have a five-year plan or a 10-year plan. I hear people say that, 
Uh, I love playing football. I loved everything about it. I've just tried to ease into the second chapter by keeping myself busy, keeping myself stimulated, creating a lot of time for my family, and do some things I haven't had a chance to do. I love watching the games. I love going to games. It's just not in the cards for me right now. So, if you are wanting Peyton Manning to eventually end up in the booth, this is a good sign. Because he's not saying he's never going to do it, and that's not who he is. He's saying, eh, I'm just not really interested in it. And I can understand that, right? Because, you know, initially, when you and I started this, it was, yeah, we really want to cover football. We want to really do this. But, eh, you know, if I want to take a weekend trip to wherever and, and I don't want to have to pay attention to all the games all the time, well, then I'd prefer to do that, you know? Now, you and I are in a position where, you know, We'll be we'll be covering games every Saturday and Sunday. It's a responsibility. Yes. So yeah, it's a job. And, it's a, it's and a if you're Peyton Manning, who has been playing for years and years and years, and you know, yes, he retired however many years ago, but you're still kind of new to this retirement thing. If you are enjoying your life and you don't want to have to answer to anybody, and you want to be able to go to whatever game you want to go to and not be told what game you are doing. Have at it. Do your thing, and then when you get a little older and you want to come back to a little more responsibility and whatnot, then you can do it. I think this is great. My my other thought from this is I don't see him signing a Romo-type deal worth a lot of years. I would venture to say if he chose to do it, he would sign a bunch of one-year deals. Yeah. You could not plan 10 years around him. He's not giving you that commitment. And I'll tell you this, if I was him, I wouldn't either, by the way. I wouldn't either. If I made that kind of money and had the life he has, I would do exactly what he's doing. He's staying creative. He's doing Peyton places. Like, he's he's still producing. He's still creating content. It's around the game of football. It's around whatever he wants it to be around. He's always entertaining. He's always great. But he gets to come and go as he pleases. He gets to make a new episode when he wants to. And if he wants to take two, three weeks off, then he can take two, three weeks off. And that's just whatever he wants to do, he gets to do. He doesn't have to ask anybody's permission to go on Turner and do the match. You know, if he was an ESPN (laughs) employee, you might not get the match. Yeah, that's true. Uh, ESPN's got to cover it or we're not doing it. Like, you know, it's one of those things where you can't, you can't have Peyton. If you, well, I don't want to ask permission to who I can hang out with. Yeah. He would have had to ask permission to go on Rich Eisen's show today. I, I don't want to ask permission. I just and want to wake up and point. say, yeah, Rich Rich wants to talk. Let, let's do it Thursday. Call me. Yeah, I like uh, I like your thinking there. I'm, I'm excited about the idea. Uh, because, I want him to be in the yeah. booth at least once because I find him incredibly entertaining. And, 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 I, and I'll never stop saying this. I want somebody to write them a sitcom. That's what I want. That'd I want a, a television fun. series on Netflix, wherever, where I can just stream them, and the Mannings are in my life. Yeah, I'd be good with that. I'd be I'd be really good with that. We uh Restream is having problems today. Let me tell you. We we got disconnected. We're back up and and running, but whew, good gracious. I'm uh, I'm glad that we're recording today's uh video and the podcast because we people lost us for about 2 minutes there. So, let's uh let's go ahead and close out. Let's talk about this last topic here. Uh big news today, NBA NBA jumped back. Uh, Shams reported it. There was a big meeting, um, like a telephone call or or whatever it was. And basically, 
they have kind of set the timetable. Now, they haven't set exact dates, but they've got, you know, the the roundabout, right? Exactly when they're going to do things. And what they've decided is they're going to do in-market training camps in early July. So, teams will be in Memphis. Um, hey, hold on. Michael said, I'd be more interested in, uh, in him being the GM for Denver, but he'll be great at whatever he does. Talking about Manning. I can believe that. I think he's going to be good at everything. I, I wouldn't want him to be a GM. That's a, he'd sign up with offensive players. Well, no, it's just he, no, he, playing, playing. you can't be engaging. You can't be entertaining. You can't, you can't talk to people. He is the most entertaining sports figure that we have in retirement in the history of, of sports. Yeah. No, he just you, you want him to be able to talk, period. And as long as he works for a team, he's, he's going to have to stay quiet about everything. You'll never get his true opinion about anything. True. And you will lose all his personality. Yeah. All his value will be gone. Yeah, I don't think I like that idea. Um, no. All right, so the NBA timetable, back to that. In-market training camp in July. So, like, the Grizzlies will have a training camp in Memphis in July. Orlando will have a training camp in Orlando. The Knicks will have a training camp in New York and blah, 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 blah. Then you move down to Orlando and you do scrimmages, right? So you've got, like, your your camp down there and you scrimmage against other teams. And... Then, starting in late July or early August, they will, quote, return to play or resume play. Now, they did not specify yet. They've got another call on Friday. They didn't specify if resume play or return to play means we're just going to fire the season back up and roll it as we as we go, or if they're going straight to the playoffs, or if they're doing a, a play-in kind of tournament thing, or if they're... They haven't explained any of that. So that's what we're looking forward to. But we do have at least a timetable of when the NBA is going to come back. Now, I am curious your thoughts on this because before you will be able to watch an NBA basketball game or at this point a Major League Baseball game or possibly even NHL, who knows, because we don't have a set timetable for that either, you're going to be able to go to theme parks. You're going to be able to go and do just about anything other than watch sports on television. How do you feel I about think, that? I think some of these leagues have, this is my opinion. I'm not a doctor, and I'm not responsible for any of this, and I also am not responsible for listening to the players of my league. I think they've waited too long to put these plans into place. I agree. Disney is going to open up, and twenty thousand people are going to man that stadium, that 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 park. They're just going to flock in as many as they'll let. Yeah. Okay. And that's just it. And and what they don't let in, there's going to be just droves of people outside waiting for somebody to walk out so they can walk in. Yes. Okay. That that is that is going to happen, and you have a team of about in the NBA's perspective. Hmm, 20 people total, coaches and players, and you can't get those guys together? That's that's what drives me nuts is you're you're waiting too long. If you start in August for the like NBA. I know all the social distancing stuff says groups of 10, but what's the difference between the group of 10 and the group of 20 if all of you are being mandated by your employer, I add, to social distance and quarantine. And, be, and, and quarantine and be tested when you get yes. there and all like, that. Like, I don't, I just think that, I just think that these guys have missed an opportunity to take over and own the summer. 
And yeah. also if these parks are opening up and they're going to let tens of thousands of people in, then there's no reason to not let people in attendance to these games either. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I mean, what, what is the reason behind, so we can have 20,000 deep at Disney world and, 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 and universal, but you won't let 5,000 people come watch a basketball game or a hockey game. Like, I don't get it. I, I'm not even concerned. I don't get the about, math on that. Well, That's all. Like I'm, I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm not concerned about the crowds. Shit. Like, have it with no fans. That's perfectly fine. What I'm trying to figure out is why would you wait until August to play a game with no fans yep. in the stands? Yeah. Because then I, don't, you're, I don't understand that. You wait it too long to even start working out. Yes. They should have been working out a long time ago. Because or, or they're much smaller, especially the what's NBA. What's stopping them from doing it, like, in the next two weeks? Yeah. Like, I, I that's know. what I don't get. Nothing. Like, nothing. It, it's just Why are we waiting until July and to that's start it. working out? Michael jumps in on Twitch. He said, how are they going to compete with football if they wait that long? They're not. Oh, they're just going to have nothing. to. They're going to compete. They are going to compete with football. Yeah, they're going to compete, but nothing gonna competes with football. Football trumps everything. That's right. They're going to make sure their games aren't on Sundays. And if and if college football is not going, they're gonna not have games on Saturdays anymore either. Guess what? I mean, it's it's or they're gonna have early games or late games. They're gonna find like a weird window of time where there's not a game going on. It's if you've ever gone back and looked at the ratings, you know if it, NBA like when the NBA starts in October and shitty Thursday November, night football games against the Titans and the Jags get NBA finals numbers. Yes, he said, or Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah, I mean that's. Well, no, you can play all day Monday. You just can't play Monday night. Yeah. You can play all day Thursday. You just can't play Thursday night. You better start at noon. And then, of course, if you're if you're still running it whenever they start the uh, the Tuesday night games in you know, the yeah. middle of October and whatnot. No, I mean, they, they won't care about college football. I'm just saying there's going to be. They won't care about college football. I understand that they won't care about it, but what I'm saying is they are going to still get beat by games between Akron and, no, and Ohio. Won't. No, they won't. No, they won't. If, if they're we, playoff games by then, they won't. That it, that they won't do. College football okay. games on Tuesday nights do not trump NBA playoff games. They just don't. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, okay, maybe not NBA playoff. They games. go up against right. them right now during the regular season. They start in in October, and and we got those Tuesday night games in October. All, you know, the whole month and in November, and the NBA regular season does better than those games, so it's fine. I. <laughs> ben said, yes, everyone loves Akron and Ohio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then Ben said, only if Pat's in the booth. Yeah, I want Pat McAfee in the booth for Monday Night Football. I don't think it's going to happen. They don't want that risk. But uh, but I'll tell you this, it'd be significantly more entertaining than it has been. For the love of God, get McAfee in the booth. All I right. don't want somebody to just be entertaining. I want them to just call the game. That's all I want. Well, I think I that's want the thing. Mac, show in it, the booth. Like, McAfee knows you football. and I. You and I see McAfee totally different. I see McAfee as a shot show. He's a comedy act, and he's great at what he does. But I don't want shtick on my Monday Night Football. I would like a professional crew. It shouldn't be that damn hard to find a professional crew. Yeah, I mean they want a name though, don't they? Like, but that's stupid. This is the problem that we keep getting into anyway, is they keep trying to force a name on people, and people with names aren't good. You know the best guy that I have heard call NFL games that's not Tony Romo or Chris Collinsworth is Nate Burleson. But nobody wants, nobody gives a shit about Nate Burleson. He was a mediocre receiver in Detroit 80% of his life. No one cares. Huh. But he's really good at it. Okay. 
Okay, I can He's buy really that. good, but See, nobody cares because he doesn't have a name. That's the problem. Why don't we they just want forget a name. about the they name? They don't want somebody who's good at their job. Why don't we just build a name? Like that's what ESPN needs to be looking at. Like, but why don't that's we... it. Yeah, find some find some kid that's good. Find some player that's really good. Find somebody that's good at it. Give them the job, and guess what? Ratings will come. They will then get a name. You'll get them on the cheap for the first couple of years, and then they'll demand to get paid a whole lot because they become a star. Uh, ben said Pat would be good with a uh, good analyst and a play-by-play guy. Uh, Michael said the NBA should have taken advantage of people craving live sports with nothing else to do. They missed that window. That's a terribly run league. Uh, I, I told our group chat today, like, the problem that we've got right now, why we don't have a set plan, why we don't have whatever, is because Adam Silver is, like, everybody, dis- like, they. I'll, I'll tell you this. I love Roger Goodell for this and this alone. Like, he gets everybody on the same page and they go forward with a plan. Adam Silver doesn't have a plan. He has no idea. Adam Silver's idea. not a living, breathing commissioner. Adam no, Silver he's, he's has not a his, leader. He literally has LeBron James's hand up his rectum, and he's just a puppet for whatever the stars want to do. Yes. He gets on the phone with five best players in the league and says, what do you guys want? And if they can't come up with an idea, he takes the bullets, and that's it. He, he It's not he's a player's, G, uh, you know, Commissioner, commissioner or whatever, or an owner's commissioner. He's a nobody's commissioner. What does LeBron want? That's all he does. That's it. That's the list. He's not a live thing. He's Uncle I think Bernie. He, I think he appeases the owners as well because he, he listens to the owners. He listens to the players. I think if he listened to the owners, that had played a long time ago. You think so? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Michael said Adam Silver is always concerned with what the media is going to say. Yeah. Like I'll tell you this, the media. But who say controls anything. the media in sports? I don't say know. Say one direction. negative thing about LeBron. Instantly, oh. boom, access is cut off. You never get another highlight the rest of your life. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't know which direction you were going with that, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's uh, it's bonkers. It's crazy. I don't like it, but whatever. Tell them to go to work. Yeah. Quit that's- asking questions. Quit asking people what they want to do. Find out what's safe, put a plan together, mitigate the risk the best you can, and tell them to go to work. And if they choose to not, that's fine. And if you have to play this thing out without them, that's fine. But some of them will show up, and somebody's going to get crowned the champion. And Then and, they're going to wave that yeah. ring in that dude's face the next six months. Somebody will play, and somebody will be on TV in front of massive, massive, massive numbers. numbers. Yeah. I mean, you saw it. Uh, Fletcher said, Gary, ask Chris how he's planning on affording Tom Brady's $300,000 Cadillac that he just put up for sale. No, no, I'm not buying that. No, I don't have that. I'm not a big memorabilia guy. 80% of the memorabilia I got was gifted to me. So if somebody wants to give it to me, I probably couldn't afford the taxes on it. But (laughs) Uh, Michael said, great show, fellas. Headed to Denver tomorrow. I'll jump in if I get a chance. Hey, yeah, yeah, tell us what's up. He said, giggle. Be safe. Ben said uh, they had two other guys with Pat for the uh, Akron versus Ohio games on Tuesday nights, and it was very good. We uh, we actually did an interview with uh, Adam Amin. We we got to. Amin, see, that's the thing. Yeah, McAfee's he, he really, good. A really good guy. That team was unbelievable because I think Hasselback is great. I would, Hasselback already does more NFL than college stuff anyway. Yep. I would still have, he's a, he's a former, but he's not a big star name. He is unbelievable though. That Thursday night crew very was good. really good. I mean, we got to, yeah. we sat and I would talked take, with him. I would take a meme in him in minutes. a heartbeat. And then at McAfee, I mean, we, we sat and talked with him in a hotel lobby for 
you know, 20 minutes or whatever. And all of them know their stuff. And they're really personable, no, it's really not energetic. That Pat doesn't know his you know. thing. Pat has a stick that he's never going to get out of. Yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. He's always going to be the goofball and he's always going to be the wild man. And that's okay. And that has its place. I don't want that on my Monday night crew. I just, I just don't. I want a grown up in the booth. I bet that's my opinion. I'm an old man and I want somebody to call the game. That's all I want. Yeah, you don't, don't make want it about stick. you. You had enough Gruden. Call the game. Yeah. You had enough Gruden. You don't need that. Yes. Yes. John Gruden made the entire telecast about John Gruden. Yeah. I don't want that. He had the number one guy next to him in Mike Tarico for a long time and he cocked it up. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You are right. All right. We've gone 45 minutes. I think we're uh, I think we're good for today. Is there anything else that's popped up that uh, that you think we need to hit? No, not that I've seen. There was something that hit early this morning, and I was driving, and I was like, I need to remember that. As soon as I got stopped, I went to find that article, and now I couldn't even tell you what it's about. I mean, I, I don't even know what sport it covered. That's so, a, see, I'm I'm looking. I don't. I it's don't gone. See you. It's gone. I don't know what. I might have dreamed it while I was driving. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. Well, I, I saw this uh, the Fabian Lovett article about him committing to Ole Miss, and then it was gone. I knew it wasn't that. And then it was gone. It just disappeared. Uh, I mean, we, we could have talked about Musa Cisse reclassifying oh, to the class of 2020. That, there's a chance it might have been that. I mean, that, that happened early this morning. Musa Cisse, uh 2021 top 10 player, uh, plays at Lausanne in Memphis. Uh, he's going to announce, like, I think his top five is, like, Georgetown, Kentucky, Memphis, something, something, something. Didn't Texas Tech on there? Maybe uh, Mac McClung uh, committed to Texas Tech today, so that may be where you're getting at. Um, oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, that's so, it. But uh, but Musa Cisse's little brother was player. was following that on Twitter. That was my my way around following that. Yeah, was just following Scott. So we're we're just trying to figure out what's going to happen with uh, with Musa Cisse and whatnot. Now, it wasn't a massive story, but definitely interesting in the city of Memphis as he is a Memphis City kid, and uh, or at least he plays here. I mean, he just moved here last year. Um, and it looks like uh, looks like he likely will play for uh, for the Tigers, but we'll see. So, anyway, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. You guys know what to do. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you are subscribed on all of our live platforms as well as our podcast feed. Uh, today's show, obviously, you missed about three minutes because uh, because our, our live streaming thing is having issues today for whatever reason. They can't connect to YouTube. They dropped off of Facebook for whatever reason. I mean, it just a just a disaster. So, uh, so go get the podcast because that one is always going to be there. You ain't ever got to worry about nothing. We record that separately through uh, through our little audio interface over here. I'll have that up in uh, in about yeah, 20 minutes or so, and, uh, and you can grab that. So subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you leave a nice review. Make sure you're subscribed to all the live feeds so you can jump in on the chat with us. We would definitely appreciate that. Share the show out. Tell your friends about it. Go to tunicatravel.com. Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gaming destination, is open. They are rocking and rolling. All six sports books are ready to take your bet. And we got sports going on. We got PGA Tour. We got NASCAR. We got all kind of stuff going on. So if you want to go toss a few dollars down, you can do that now in person in Tunica, Mississippi. TunicaTravel.com is the website. Everybody, make sure that you take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And we'll be back again same time tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.